The following podcast is a Vasilis Scarlias production. Hello everyone, I'm Saloni. And I'm Vasilis. We run Changemakers, a student-run initiative that aims to empower, educate, and connect Gen Zers interested in entrepreneurship. We interview teenagers with impactful projects and create resources to help you change the world. If they can do it, so can you. On this podcast, we discuss the logistics of creating different types of projects with Gen Zers who have already done it. We will leave our social media and website information in the description. Hello, guys, and thanks for joining today's episode. We have a special guest for you today, two, actually. Here with us today are the Dinesentip twins, Ufuro and Edwek, coming from Nigeria. They are the founders of Rekindle World and ambassadors at Changemaker Network by Thread Media. And that might sound familiar from one of our previous episodes with Jane Goss. Thank you guys for joining us today. We're so excited to have you here. Thank you. We're excited to be here too. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about why you started Rekindled World and how you guys are pushing people to incorporate the sustainable development goals into education. Okay, um, we started the Rekindled World because we wanted to create a platform for youngsters to work collectively to create the change we want to see in the world. So yes, that's why we started the Rekindled World. And also a platform to achieve the sustainable development goals, work on projects to achieve the sustainable development goals. Yes, and for... um. Integrating the educate um, the SDGs, the educational curriculum, that's more like a personal project. It doesn't have to do with our organization. So yes, that's it. Wow, that's, that sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what you. are the sustainable development goals and why are they important? Okay, the sustainable development goals could also be called global goals, and they are a collection of 17 interlinked goals targeted at solving economic, social, and ecological problems. And yeah, that's why they are very important, because they help to solve those problems and create a sustainable world between 2030 to 2050. And the SDGs have 169 targets and more than 200 indicators. Wow, those are some big numbers. I hear they're around like 17 goals in total, right? Yes. Yeah, so since they're kind of a lot, how do we reach all of these goals? Are there any specific goals that we should be prioritizing first? Um. Yeah, to to us, we feel it's education. Yes, because education is the foundation and bedrock for development and achievement of the sustainable development goals. Um, I know some people might actually be like, it should be climate change, which is SDG 13. But if you're not, um, if you don't know ways in which you could actually solve um, climate change or end plastic pollution you would that is meaning if you're not educated on how to solve these problems it's more like this it's more like achieving um targets for sdg 13 is far-fetched so if we are educated 
and if the um, if the number for um, lack of edu- lack of access to education is decreased, there's going to be so much development, and we're going to achieve the sustainable development goals. Um, education is the education lightens up the darkness of ignorance. So we feel SDG four, which is quality education, should be prioritized. Yeah. Oh wow, that's really interesting to see how all these different goals kind of overlap with each other. And also. You mentioned that education is one of the things that we should prioritize. But in general, how people can contribute to these goals in their everyday life and get involved with organizations that are trying to reach them? Okay, to begin with, research is very important. Yes, research. That means we must be educated about a particular thing that we want to change then we should try to build a community because the community serves as a support system possibly when we feel that things are going the right way and the community would also help to build momentum yes Mm -hmm. so you also try to reach out to the to your targeted audience yes then from there you could try to reach out to like minds like you that's when the organization comes in then you could just get creative about a particular way you want to raise awareness about a topic or an issue you care about i see and what other organizations are you involved with um okay so um personally like individually we've been involved with organizations and collectively we've been involved in with organizations so um we've been involved with thread (laughs) and thread is an organization shaped by youth culture powered by social change we've been um involved with malala fund yes which is actually an organization working towards um girls education and assembly and Assembly too. Assembly is an organization by Girls for Girls digital publication and newsletter created by Malala for girls to speak up on issues that matter to them without being judged. And we've been featured on our ideas and um, our work has been featured on both Malala Fund and Assembly. And then Linktree. Linktree, we, we recently got Passion Fund. Okay, we are Passion Fund gold winners, yeah, of Linktree. We received a grant to send 100 girls in our community to schools and teach them basic skills, yeah. And then after tech, we launched a partnership program with them. And Assetech is an organization implementing SDGs in education. However, we've also been involved with state in with state of youth. And state of youth is a community that shares ideas and take actions on the SDGs. And finally, Gallup. Gallup is an United Nations Foundation initiative uniting girls to change the world. So we're gonna have a little break and we will come back to you shortly. Wow, that's awesome. You guys are involved in so many things like Thread Media, Assembly, Linktree, and you have so many different projects, such as incorporating these SGDs into education. So how do you bring awareness to these social issues and make sure that this movement is getting across to as many people as possible? 
Okay, so we, okay, how we bring awareness. So there are many ways to bring awareness. Yes. So first, before you bring awareness, you have to know what your movement is about. You have to know the category it falls under before you start creating awareness. So once you start, so after you know what your, the category your movement falls under, you do so much research on it. Yes, because you want to know what it's about. You don't just start creating awareness. And then once you know what it's about and you've researched on it, you create a community of people, community of people that you would teach and tell them this is what it's about. So that, because community of people also help mentally because there are times you would feel like giving up and when you just go back to your community, they're like, you can do this. So you get that. And then after you create your community, you start um, working on projects, launching projects, and also reaching out to the media. Yes, media, using social media and media to fight for the cause you believe in. And lastly, reaching out to your decision makers. Yes, the people that would help implement your movement. So that's it. A community usually is a, a team of people that they are very engaged with what an organization or a project is promoting. And they can lead to become great supporters of other actions. Yeah. You are running a petition with subject inclusion of the SDGs in educational curriculums globally, supported also from the United Nations. Would you like to tell us the story behind and its goal? Um, when we discovered that um, eight in ten people do not know about the sustainable development goals, my twin and I decided to start this petition because we want a situation where a lot of people will be aware of the SDGs and in turn live sustainably to create a better, a better world for us. Also, we discovered that because during the pandemic, we had a lot of time to explore change-making activities. Okay, initially, we weren't really used to it because our educational curr um, curriculum didn't support change-making activities. It, um, there, it, it actually portrays um, change-making activities more like um, governmental or political work. Yeah, so... Um, during the pandemic, mostly we're always on Instagram 247. And then we saw organizations promoting their change makers. And like we saw um, global crises that were being spotlighted. And we became so interested because we come from a family that do more of philanthropic activities. And then from there, we're like, wow, this is an interesting um, thing we could participate in. We started reaching out to change makers and participating in meetings, you know, attending meetings too. And then from there, we were quite different, like very different. So when we came back, just more, it was more like we traveled virtually. <laughs> so when we spoke to our friends, we discovered that there was a difference. There was this difference, like they're like change-making activities. What's that? What's the sustainable development goals? It sounded so weird. And we're like, come on. And we're like, we have to do something. So our organization, the Rekindled World, um, December last year, we hosted a activity. Okay, we initiated an activity rather where people are like going to tell us how their um they would spend their Christmas in favor of the SDGs. So during that time, we got to realize that many people, not only from Nigeria but across the world, they know about the sustainable development goals, and they were mostly young people. We're like, wow, that means 
our country is not the only one suffering from this deficiency. And if you want to achieve the sustainable world of um, the sustainable development goals that you know, which um, focuses on creating a sustainable world and a better future, that means it's not going to be possible. So we we did a lot of research. We started and uh, we did a survey. We reached out to our friends across the world and we were like, um, "Does your educational curriculum spotlight the SDGs?" They were like, "No," and then we we're like, "We are so going to start this petition." So yes, that's it. Yeah, that's great. Because I think that as Gen Z, the internet and social media is always going to be one of our like most useful tools. So what advice do you have for young people that are starting a social movement such as yourselves? Um, the advice I have would be self-awareness, self-educated, because you can't give what you do not have. If you're not educated about a particular thing, you cannot educate people about it as well. So research too is very, very important. Then personally, um, confidence. Yeah, confidence is also a very important tool. And be creative too. Yes, you have to be creative. Try different ways on how to, on how you feel reaching out to your targeted audience is going to work out. So you have to be creative. You have to do many things. You have to think outside the box, come out of your comfort zone. Before we could actually, um, like personally for us, before we could do our petition, there were things we never imagined we could do. Never. But then this whole um, movement has exposed us to many activities and many people too. So there's a time you would have to come out from your comfort and come out of your comfort zone. And then self-love too. Come on, please take care of yourself. You need it. <laughs> you need it. You need to take care of your mental health. Because if you are not strong inside, you can't give what you don't have. You have to be strong. Yes. And learn to accept um, criticism because it's going, you're going to expect a lot. These are some great pieces of advice. And how do we increase confidence, creativity, and self-education? Are there any tips do you have for improving our mental health? Okay, for the mental health, uh, okay, for confidence, reading people's biography, watching people's documentary can help, like for real, because when at times we feel that certain things that happen to us, like is the worst, like our condition is the worst. But when you see another person that, felt the same way you did but overcame it and is a very prominent personality you will tend to to want to like toe into the same thing that the person did so yes that's very important you could also read inspirational books yeah that really helped us while we were growing while we we're growing up we didn't actually have confidence but what really helped was my mom because she was really there for us and we were so close to her that anything that happened to us we just tell her so books to help mom helped friends and things like that for the confidence so actually every morning before like when we wake up we play music yeah you know all these hyping songs like for each day you need that hype to start it so we play music and then we just do freestyle with that come on you don't need to see us that so you just so laugh <laughs> so then we actually um from there there's a time we start playing um, documentaries. 
Oh, yeah, interviews from Oprah Winfrey, Michelle Obama, you know, we just played and we're doing activities at the same time. And the interesting thing is their um, conversations usually have impactful quotes. Yeah. So we listen to it. And then we actually have a place in our room full of um, um, papers. Yeah. That in the paper, we write uh, motivational quotes. So every time we just go there and read it. And I might, one of my best is um, we stand, uh, we come as one and stand as 10,000. And anytime I feel so sad or like I feel nervous and I want to, maybe I want to do something that requires my confidence, I just say that I come as one and stand as 10,000. 10,000. Yeah, and that alone makes me feel so powerful. So I feel if you want to be confident, just go for quotes. Just read quotes, tell yourself you can do it. You're not the only person. And it's always interesting when you hear the story of... um important people because you tend to be like oh my god you're so perfect but when you know that they're not actually um okay maybe their childhood wasn't perfect they had to fight um low self-esteem you're like okay so these guys are quite like me so i could also do more i could do i could be the best i am the best so yes yeah, I love what you said about learning from other people's biographies and stories. Like, that's exactly what we're trying to do over here by showcasing the stories of entrepreneurs and change makers such as yourself and talk about like your mistakes and your journey so other people can feel like they can do it too. Oh, that's great. That's amazing. I think that this is for today's episode. We would like to thank the Deans and Team Twins for being part of this amazing conversation. Yeah, thank you so much. Don't forget to sign the SDGs petition for educational curriculums by following the link in the description. We hope that you loved this episode. And until next time, keep changing the world, guys. We hope you guys enjoyed our conversation. We had such a great time. Make sure you leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at changemaker.c to keep up with all of our new content. We also have a Facebook page called Changemaker Z, but you'll need to look that one because I honestly don't even know how Facebook works. <laughs>